Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas. And this week, we are going to do an episode that was spawned by a Facebook post seven weeks ago. And I've actually gone through, luckily, the person that posted almost never posts anything. So I was able to easily go back and get it. And uh, it was about the movie Maximum Overdrive. Now, I've never seen Maximum Overdrive at this point, uh, directed by Stephen King. And uh, a friend of mine named Ox uh, seemed very upset that I had never seen it. So I thought, you know what? Ox is going to be on here. And we had a fun challenge. It was a movie challenge. This is a movie challenge episode. He challenged me to watch Maximum Overdrive. And I challenged him to watch That's My Boy by Adam Sandler. And uh, Ox, welcome to the show. Oh, it's great to be here. Oh, boy, do we have one for you today. So when uh, our friend Wyatt posted about Maximum Overdrive, I said I'd never seen it, but I always meant to. And you had posted the gif of Jim Carrey from Liar Liar yanking his hair out you were very (laughs) perturbed that i had never seen maximum overdrive listen maximum overdrive is one of those movies that like you just never hear nobody hasn't seen Uh so like knowing that you're such a movie buff is like it it literally broke my mind knowing you had not been through this rite of passage in your life well, yeah, I mean, it's been on my radar for a very long time. It's, uh, but the thing is, here's what here's what stopped me from watching it. Most Stephen King movies are not very good, <laughs> and like, they're it's not even like they're bad good. They're just not very good. There's a few of them that are, um, and he actually directed this one. So I was like, I just never really got around to it. But I loved Emilio Estevez, uh, Commissioner Gordon from the. 80s and 90s Batman movies is in this. Um, then I don't remember how that's my boy came into it. Did we, <laughs> were we like texting or snapping or something about I, it? It had to have been. I I had <laughs> never heard of this movie prior to you mentioning it. So, well, and I think the reason why it probably slipped your radar is because 2012, I would say most of the 2000s, Adam Sandler is not exactly thrown out. <laughs> great movies um and this was right around the time i don't remember which came out first it was either this or um the one where he played his twin sister oh uh jack and jill jack and jill so yeah they came out around the same time like these were back-to-back <laughs> movies and i think jack and jill was first so that's my boy got trampled on and i happen to be one of the few people i think <laughs> that love that's my boy and it makes no sense other than it's rated R Adam Sandler comedy. And I like to, even now, it's almost 10 years since this movie came out. I'm still trying to spread the good word about That's My Boy. So what what would you like to start with? Do you want me to talk about Ma- uh, Maximum Overdrive or you or you about uh, That's My Boy? Um, You know what? Let's go with Maximum Overdrive first. Of course. I, it, <laughs> I'm not surprised by that. Hi. My name is Stephen King. I've written several motion pictures, but I want to tell you about a movie called Maximum Overdrive, which is the first one I've directed. Wow. What in the dickens is going on around here? 
A lot of people have directed Stephen King novels and stories. And I finally decided if you want something done right, you ought to do it yourself. Now, who was driving it? I don't know. It was my first picture as a director, and you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. What is going on? I don't know! I just wanted someone to do Stephen King right. You want a war? You got one. <laughs> I just want to get the hell out of here. So come and spend some time with me and my friends at the Dixie Boy. Spend some time in the dark. Please don't let okay. me in the dark. I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. And that's a promise. You're gonna get us in an awful lot of trouble, man. We already in trouble. Maximum terror. Jesus coming and he is. Maximum king. Maybe tomorrow will be our world again. Dino De Laurentiis presents Stephen King's Maximum Overdrive. Well, to no one's real shock here, I loved Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> With good not? reason. It is a phenomenal movie. And I'm glad that you made the the observation that most Stephen King movies aren't great. And like right. there's from there's the ones from childhood, like Pet Cemetery and Christine that like I've never I'll seen Pet back. Cemetery. Oh my god. I've seen Christine. I like Christine. This is Christine on steroids. Yeah. Yeah, so like it's I would say these three movies are like solid Stephen King movies that like if you see one of these three, you're like, I'll give at least 10 more of his movies a shot. And there's there's, there's <laughs> so many. And there's and there's they're all not... TV movies mostly. I mean, a lot of them are mm-hmm. TV movies. Yeah. So it's like if you get tricked into watching one of these three, you think Stephen King's a really great writer and 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 movie maker and all that other such, but his other is the rest of his catalog. I don't, I couldn't pull five more from that I'd watch on any given day. But like, Maximum Overdrive, it's a, if it's on TV, I'm sitting down and watching the rest of it wherever it is. If you don't know what Maximum Overdrive is, which apparently everybody does, um, a comet flies by Earth. And because of this comet, there's like a haze that's going to last for, was it like eight days or something like yep. that? And it basically takes over all the electronics, specifically trucks. <laughs> My trucks. Yeah, and the the main villain bad guy is this uh, toy semi, toy hauling semi mm-hmm. with a giant devil on the front of it. That sir, that is not a devil. That is the Green Goblin. That is Spider-Man's Green Goblin. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the character of it is painted on the back of the truck. I'm for sure. Beep, beep, Richie. Come back anytime. Yeah, it's yeah. a clown for sure, but like it's pretty it-ish. Yeah, I mean, Stephen King loves doing, uh, paying himself homages yeah. on movies. So One of the things I was not expecting in this movie was ACDC doing the entire soundtrack. Listen, when that I was, was a younger, nice surprise. When I was younger, like this was peak. Like I love ACDC and like I was listening to it all the time. So like when my brother made me watch this movie, 
And like the first song's ACDC, and you're like, yeah, I can get in this movie for sure. Uh-huh. And then the second song's ACDC, and you're like, man, if this whole soundtrack is ACDC, I'm already in love with this movie. And guess what? It is all ACDC. <laughs> the whole thing. They were fans of Stephen King. He loved them. It worked out. I mean, I didn't even know some of their biggest hits came off of this soundtrack. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. And I'm not going to say this is a great movie. It's ridiculous and stupid. And I watched it a while ago now. So I kind of don't remember everything that happens. But I just watched the greatest hits YouTube video of The Kill <laughs> to refresh my memory. Um, easily, one of my favorites is a vending machine killing uh, a little league coach and the players with cans, just shooting cans at them. It's oh, so it's, wonderful. It's so good. It's so good. It's This is the best <laughs> crazy stuff of Stephen King that like you, like everybody just loves. And it's like, none of it makes sense whatsoever. <laughs> but by the time you're into it, like you're not thinking about that. You're just long for the ride. No, and it's so I, good. In this movie, a kid gets ran over by a steamroller <laughs> and you see it. Like, I love that. One of my favorite things that I found out about this movie afterwards is Stephen King was asked, this is the only movie he's ever directed. Mm-hmm. And he, they asked him, uh, why he hasn't ever directed anything else. And his response was, let's watch Maximum Overdrive. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you knock it out of the park 100%. I mean, he was you... coked out of his mind the whole time. He, he, was, like, <laughs> he, was, sure. he was on coke most of the time making this movie. The main part of this movie that I like, I kind of like the, those claustrophobic kind of horror movies. And everybody's basically at this giant truck stop. And there's trucks just circling and it's Emilio Estevez. It's uh, Commissioner Gordon from Batman and Batman Returns and Forever and Batman and Robin. Lisa Simpson shows up. Uh, Yardley Smith, her the voice, which is funny because that like legit is just her voice is Lisa Simpson. So that always like trips me out when she's in a movie. We gotta get some gas. Well, that's good because I got to go to the ladies. Can I come in and watch? No, you cannot come in and watch. Ouch. Emilio Estevez gets a girlfriend during this movie. They definitely have sex. And I'm like, is this the time for this guy? <laughs> Listen, out of the world, you're caught in the diner. You might as well. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, what's yeah, so funny about that is, is I feel like right now is the tipping point where this movie's going to start losing any relativity because like, we just don't have these truck stops and diner places that you can yeah. just sit down and have a, a world ending apocalypse of trucks circling you. I, I mean, it's it's so weird. And then like, there's the cart that's got a like a machine gun on it. Oh yeah, yeah. that is keeping all of them in there, and that kills a bunch of people. And then there's the waitress that freaks out. She's like, "We made you, we made you," which of course fits perfectly into the "Who Made Who" yep. ACDC song. Um, yeah, this movie was insane from pretty much the beginning till the end. I mean, and the whole thing is it tells you in the beginning. This will be over in eight days. And that's literally <laughs> what happens. Like, there's no big bad to stop. I mean, they stop. They blow up the uh, the Green Goblin truck with a rocket launcher, which I love that they just have then, a rocket yeah, launcher. Yeah, they just have a cache of weapons. It's, it's, it's yeah. very reminiscent of uh, Dust Till Dawn. Yeah, kind of. For sure. <laughs> it, it's it's very strange. They get on a boat and kind of sail away, sort of like uh, Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and then it's over in eight days. It tells you that. It's like, and then it's over. Just like scientists <laughs> predicted. So see, once again, you need to believe science and they will save you. That's fair. That's a fair and valid point. I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed the movie. I'm glad 
that I I watched it. Um, I don't know why it's taking. And then it was one of those times where I finally watch a movie and I'm I'm disappointed myself that I've I've taken this away from my life for so long that I just oh, haven't yeah. had a chance to watch it a bajillion times. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's just one of those '80s classics that like you just have to embrace with all of your heart because it'll it'll win you over for sure well you know another huge one for stephen king that everybody talks about like oh you need to see it like when we were kids it was horrifying was it which you know now they've made it into two movies uh i didn't i just saw that for the first time before it was made in the theater the newer one so i'm like okay i'll finally watch it didn't know that was a tv movie either and then i was like oh this is a miniseries that's a weird one for me because I don't really like it that much. I think it's it's really cheesy, but I want to watch it all the time. It's the weirdest thing. <laughs> Did you watch it on VHS? No, I watched it. Okay. Uh, I, I streamed so, it. So way back in the day, since it was a TV movie, it came on two different VHSs. Mm-hmm. So like you get through the first half and like at that point I was checked out. I was like, no, thank you. I don't need any more of this imagery in my head. Uh-huh. And like, I think I came back like a year later and watched the second half of it. But like, I was all all about it when the uh, reboot was made. So, and I don't even really like the reboots that much. Like the whole get out of here. They're not that good. Those reboots are great. They're really boring. I've watched them both in a row, and I'm like, oh, the ending sucks in the second one. Does it though? Because I think it's pretty great. The the clown spider. Come on, who doesn't like a clown spider? I like the old one better. It's fair. <laughs> but fair. all that said, I own all of them. So I'm really the <laughs> idiot in the situation. <laughs> okay. So clearly, I enjoyed my movie. For sure. And I have not at all talked to you about That's My Boy. All right, everybody. The fact that this has resulted in a pregnancy leaves me no choice but to levy the maximum penalty. Take care of our baby, Donnie! Dumbass. So what the IRS say? You haven't paid taxes since 94, Donnie. I'm going to prison if I don't get 43 lives. Holy cow, that's my boy. He moved out when he turned 18. I haven't seen him since. He's one of the youngest hedge fund managers in the financial industry. Maybe your son could help you. Todd, your old man is here. Brother! Donnie, what are you doing here? What's well, to have a guy with Mrs. Sean's wedding. You were basically the worst parent ever. I was awesome! You let me eat cake and lollipops for breakfast every day. That's what you asked for. You're supposed to say no! I didn't know what I was doing. I was 13, 14 years old. You know what I remember? Is me having to drive you home because you were too drunk. Somebody's hammered, they have another guy drive home. I was eight! You drove like a champ, too. Huh? Give me another chance. Get to know me a little bit. You guys have fun at the bachelor party! This is gonna be awesome! Don't forget, you're gonna go to prison on Tuesday. You have got to get that money. Actually, just trying to be your dad right now. You wear a bathing suit in the shower? Can't even take my shirt off in front of other people. What did I do this? Let me jog your memory. New kids on the block. The heads are all warped now. That's yeah, because I got it when I was in third grade. My body grew. <laughs> you suck. That's my boy. Ever since you showed up, Todd's been acting like a different person. God, you're sad, buddy. Please don't hit me. Please don't hit me. go, big man. Oh. You are a gay. 
with it! Oh, me! I think the ball's broken! Throw it, you big vagina! Do it! Oh! On a rope! Boy, what a ride. Everything about this movie is, is wrong and shouldn't happen. So, what did you think of That's My Boy? It's very hard to quantify. Um, <laughs> I like how you made the, the thing where Stephen King movies aren't that great. It's like... right. Adam Sandler movies are a real mixed bag. <laughs> Shut up! Like, there's some really phenomenal ones for sure. But like for the most for at least 80% of his movies, it's like, eh, I guess I got nothing else to do. <laughs> and I feel like this one is on the borderline of kinda alright, and then I got nothing better to do. It was a fun enough movie after I finally tracked it down. <laughs> um uh, yeah, it's on stars. Yeah. That's how I watched it. So I wasn't going to get a subscription, so I just rented it. After getting into the movie, I realized why you had to rent it, because it's an R movie and shows a decent amount of skin. But, like, <laughs> when it opens up and you have the uh, relationship between him and his teacher, uh, I was flabbergasted. I was like, I guess this is where we're going with this. Yep. So. They just dive right in. Like <laughs> It doesn't take long. And I think one of my favorite details in the movie is... is the teacher is actually played by uh, Eva Amori, who is Susan Sarandon's daughter. And then when they get in later, the older version is Susan Sarandon. And I'm like, that's that's just bravo. That's my I didn't know it was her daughter. But yep. uh, when it when Susan Sarandon showed up, I was like, touche. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the basic premise is, is the teacher gets pregnant by Adam's a kid version of Adam Sandler. And then it goes to trial. It's a big thing. He becomes famous and they have this kid and the kid ends up being Andy Samberg, who tries to live a normal life, is completely away from his dad, who's ridiculous, played by Adam Sandler, of course. And um, I what I liked about it is every movie that's has surrounded this one. You had Jack and Jill. You had Just Go With It, Grown Ups, Funny People. You don't mess with the Zohan. These movies are not super good. Uh, and they're all PG-13 family <laughs> movies for the most part. And this was an R-rated Adam Sandler that really he hadn't done very often. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of the CDs, his old yeah. comedy albums, which I listened to nonstop. Sure. The part I liked about it was Am- uh, Sandberg was actually playing the really straight-laced persona. And then Sandler was just able to just go off and wacky as that. As far as he can, for the most part. Yeah. Like when and, they and did the Budweiser "What Up" thing five, six times during the movie, I was like, "All right, that's fine." <laughs> yeah, it's it was like a dated joke then. Now it's even worse. <laughs> yeah. But now and then they do it so many times, it's like, "All right, this is fine." I'm yeah, okay it definitely brings it back around. And like the last time, you're like, "All right, I can get on board." And like, let's bring it back. And I'm not even saying that every joke lands. Most of them don't. There's nope. just something about it that I find endearing. I don't know. I watched it again not that long ago. I think, but right before I talked talk to you about doing this, I watched it again and I was like, nope, I still love it. <laughs> I still love it. It's Vanilla Ice is in it and he's great Dang in the himself. movie. Are you Vanilla Ice? Was Uncle Vanny Vanilla Ice this whole time? Who did you think I was? I don't know. A friend of my dad's that wore a lot of parachute pants. <laughs> Odd Bridges is in it from different strokes. When which... they brought out his Mustang, I was like, all right. 
we're at the climax. Let's roll with it. So yeah, and I mean, he's playing Adam Sandler's playing just like this crazy Boston guy with this insane accent, and it's funny because um, Andy Samberg said he invited Adam Sandler to his wedding, like for real. And when they were do getting ready for the rehearsal, I heard him. I think it was on Jimmy Fallon. Or he was on some talk show. and He was talking about it, and he said Adam showed up as the Donnie character. <laughs> like he had the wig and everything. He's like, that's my boy. I love that. Yep. The movie um, didn't do well. As you <laughs> might, you might not be surprised by that. Like this movie is a really hard sell for, to me, for me to give to anybody just because of the whole premise. And then the twist is like, I don't know if you want that in your life. <laughs> the twist is wonderful. James, you can tell me, I mean, how bad could it be? What? Okay, she's older. What? Ah! You f your brother? Taste? Nope. We're throwing it out the store. <laughs> uh, all these family movies Adam Sandler's been making kills him, uh, which he goes right back to him. But I would say I would prefer this to almost every Netflix movie he's put out, except for Hubie Halloween. Uh, I couldn't tell you that I've seen any of his Netflix ones. Uh, I'll, you've won me over. I will give another Adam Sandler movie a shot. <laughs> well, like I would say I probably stopped enjoying Adam Sandler movies at Waterboy, most likely. Make me maybe Little Nicky. Sometimes I can watch Little Nicky, sometimes <sighs> I can't. What's really great about this is like we grew up in the Little Nicky stage, like when he was making some funny movies and shit, and like the world was not as PC as it is now. Um, but then you get movies like uh was it funny games and then funny people uh, funny people and then um what was the one last year uncut gems yeah so like he's an incredible actor he, he is just, i love uncut gems he just doesn't <laughs> i don't think he gives a damn anymore at this point no he's worth like a gajillion dollars yeah he's like one of the yeah. most successful actors of all time like he literally is just writing his own checks at this point the, num um, the numbers for his movies on netflix are amazing like yeah. it's insane he's always one of the most popular people on netflix and i did i'm like really though because i would say he, there hasn't really been a good one for many years but i feel like his movies are very lukewarm like you're not gonna really hate it you're not gonna really enjoy it but like meh, it's our right movie <laughs> wait okay sir hold on How, you haven't seen jack and jill you will hate jack and jill <laughs> it's awful and I think that's what tanked this movie because it was so bad. That's my boy, I think, is a, a hidden gem of his. If you, I think if you liked his comedy albums, there's a place yeah. for this movie. Yep, yep. I think that's a great assessment. Like, if you dig his, if you dig his CDs, like, you definitely should check this one out. For because sure. you never really see that version of him in any of mm -hmm. the movies ever. Yep. Um, so I think that's where that this one kind of fits in that area. Plus... Mm -hmm. I like Andy Samberg. I think he's only gotten funnier over the years, especially with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I love. So, like, going back again, I thought it was even better. Because I'm like, oh, I like Andy Samberg more now than I did then. In no way am I saying this is a great movie. It's just, it's the realm <laughs> of Adam Sandler movies. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. So, that I'm, I think I might have won a little bit more out of this little switcheroo that we did. Um, I think I, I probably enjoyed Maximum Overdrive more <laughs> 
enjoyed that's my boy but i'm glad we did it it was fun yeah 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 i enjoyed this for sure um but then when we right before we were getting ready to do this yesterday we brought up another movie that is new that we both have seen and now we'll see many times and that's pg psycho Gorman. many moons ago a nameless evil was imprisoned in a place far beyond reach hurry up if he were ever to be released, it would spell certain doom for all existence. Is that fear I smell? Your planet will be torn to pieces, and I will Mimi, treat your fuck. screams as I rip. Is this yours? Speak? Oh my god. The gem of Paraxidike. Whoever wields it is able to command me. Go over there. You will suffer an eternity for this. Bye. Mom, Dad, I want you to meet Psycho Gorman, or PG for short. I will bathe in your blood. Don't worry. Be worried. Slow down. He's gonna kill everybody, not unless I tell him to. What did you three maniacs get up to? Um, this is getting a little weird. The game must come to an end. She will enslave the galaxy into endless servitude. Kill him! Cool. He will not stop till he feeds in their The ultimate evil has awoken. There's a new god in town. And his name? Psycho Gorman. It was nice meeting you. It would be nicer if you were dead. All right, bye. I, as I was watching this movie, I thought this might be the most metal movie I've ever seen in my entire life. This movie is so so good. Um, if you <laughs> consider the first time you've seen Army of Darkness, mm-hmm. where you go into the movie and you're like, "All right, this is kind of fun." I can get on board with this. And like, just as your brain is about to say, I kind of hate this movie. Like it does a trick on you and says, I really love this movie. That's what Psycho Gorman is, is because it'll win you over with its absolute insanity. And it's just ridiculously fun. And if there's you, a lot of gore. <laughs> if you're, Oh my God. So much gore. I mean, it is a splatter fest. If you like rubber suits, this movie is for you. If you were a fan of like Power Rangers mm-hmm. and anything that is similar to that without the Power Rangers, this is for you. Because movie, they look it's I mean, so it's totally, funny too. Yeah, it's really funny and really weird. I very weird. Like this might be one of the weirdest movies I've seen in a long time. Absolutely agreed. It's these two kids, the brother and sister, the most obnoxious little girl I've ever <laughs> scene in a movie uh she's wonderful they accidentally dig up um like a relic that psycho gorman is in and he i mean it reminded me of the movie the gate uh which yeah. also is a very metal movie <laughs> and um I, the whole time I'm like god don't go like the gate that's a movie i'm still scared of to this day and i know how bad it is <laughs> um he comes out and basically they control him and well she kind of controls him and she's not somebody that should be allowed to control a beast that can mm. destroy everything 
and it involves this interplanetary like war and to say this movie is insane it's, it's not giving it enough credit but it is mm. absolutely insane oh, there's so many good points though it's like i quote this movie so often at this point it's so good um <laughs> do you like hunky boys <laughs> dude i do not care for hunky boys or do i it's perfect it's so good it's so good and it, uh, my my only gripe with the movie is I don't really I don't really think it comes together that well at the end, but otherwise I think it's it's phenomenal. Yeah, the child gets sure. turned into a brain creature, and <laughs> that's just that. That's the way he is then. And like nobody pays any attention. Like no, Dad, it's a brain creature at this point, and even the the little girl that's like mm, I love you still. Yeah, it's about what's in the, the inside, whatever. Oh, this movie. Keep down. This movie's so about good. acceptance, really. <laughs> For sure. Oh, and family, definitely yes, family, definitely family. <laughs> God, the family. Oh, I, the father. I oh, did the like lazy him so father. much. Uh, I think the father was probably one of my favorite characters. Just how blatantly just worthless he was, and he was like, absolutely worthless. So good. Played it to a T, though. Ah, yeah, chef's kiss. Uh, I would say this movie. I I had the same reaction, almost the same reaction, watching this as I did when Turbo Kid came out a couple of years mm-hmm. ago, um, which is a, a wonderful independent sci-fi movie that I think everybody should see. <laughs> um, I want to see more of the director's work, Stephen Kostansky. He made the movie called Manboard. Have you ever seen Manboard? Mm-mm. I've wanted to see it for years and I just have never pulled the trigger on it. And then when I saw he made this, I'm like, oh, okay. I absolutely have to see it. It's <laughs> all about like physical effects, creature creation, stop motion animation and parts if you need it, models, and all of that's in Psycho Gorman oh, and yeah. like all of his other things. And a lot of the same actors are in it too. So, so I believe it's available on Shudder or you can rent it. Um, I don't from... think it's on Shutter yet, unless it is now. But I, I know you could rent or buy it. Okay. Um, it was the last movie I bought, actually. We, <laughs> we we decided as a household we were going to buy less stupid stuff. And so I have not bought a movie since this a couple weeks ago. And What a what a great final buy, though. I know, isn't it, though? It's like it's a weird <laughs> last thing to buy. And the movie I bought right before that was Weekend at Bernie's. So that just tells you how off my... <laughs> my maybe sense of taste is I'm all over the place uh, yeah Psycho Gorman it's so bloody and fun and nonsensical definitely worth checking out for sure in, in a world that we're in right now this is kind of <laughs> the most like, perfect movie you could watch I highly recommend that out of the three movies for that sure. we're talking about today see Psycho Gorman first absolutely 100% you're going to want your friends to talk about this all the time so you can chime in on this conversation Ox, this has been super fun, and I couldn't have you on here without talking about your awesome artwork and your comic book. So for people that don't know who you are, tell them about your comic. Uh, I go by Ox. I have been writing and drawing my own comic series for six years now. It's called I Never Forgot. Uh, It's about a drifter uh, in the zombie apocalypse, you know, a a tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. Uh, wants to accomplish one last goal before he can pass along happily. Uh, I have currently completed the tenth issue of ten or tenth issue of thirteen. Um, that should be available if you're in the Fort Dodge area. It's at the local comic book store, Dungeons and Dodgers, or you can get a hold of me. Uh, I'm easily findable on the internet, either Twitter, Instagram, Sam Ryox. You can uh, send me a message, and I will 
do my best to get them out to you for sure. And as always, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram and wherever you're listening to this on your podcast distributor machine app thing. Uh, like it and uh, subscribe and tell all your friends about it because uh, I need more listeners. For sure. It's definitely the highlight of my week. Listen to you go through all these old movies and stuff. Ah, thanks. You're a good friend. Freedom! 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 Freedom!